Are you a RuPaul's Drag Race fan? Then make sure you are subscribed to the Reality Rundown's official Drag Race podcast, The Tuck. Every week, our hosts recap the latest episodes of Drag Race, from the drama in the workroom to the fashions on the runway. We discuss it all, honey. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast everywhere you listen to your podcast so you don't miss an episode. Get into it, sisters. Hi, everybody. It's Dolores Catania from The Real Housewives of New Jersey, and you're listening to Rundown Media. Hi, I'm your host, Jack Sitt, and welcome to Flipping the Table, the official Real Housewives of New Jersey recap podcast and a production of the Reality Rundown and Rundown Media. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss any of my recaps. Well, guys, we are back today with another episode of my podcast, Flipping the Table. And today I'm joined with a very special guest, my aunt, celebrity matchmaker and a relationship expert, Rory Sassoon. Hi, Rory. Hey, Jack. Hey, how are you? I'm so excited, first of all, to be on your podcast. Let's talk about flipping the tables, right? We're flipping yes. the script here. I'm so excited. Yes. How- first I was on yours. Now you're on mine. So exciting. Good energy, baby. Good yep. energy. Yeah. Okay. So I want to hear like you watched this whole season, right? Oh my God. First of all, you know that I am obsessed because, you know, first of all, like even you're the one who, you know, when you started um, the Jersey housewife um, page, right? Yeah. Of the, you know, of the R-H-O-N-J obsessed. I, that's when I started to really get into it. I'm like, what is this okay. all about? You know, and I've watched some of the other housewives. And of course, during the pandemic, I had to go back and like start season one, like, right. So we we needed to know where all the drama was really stemming from. And I got it. So yes, I am a big, you know, Jersey fan. And, you know, I know some of the ladies personally, which makes it also fun. Yes. And we'll get into that a little later. But before we get into the finale episode, what were your thoughts on this season as a whole? Did you like this season? Did you not? What parts did you like? What parts did you not like? So I'll tell you that I, I obviously, first of all, what I did love is that you never knew what was going to happen next. You know, yeah. you're definitely dealing with a cast, which I find is, you know, clearly authentic, right? Even though there is, meaning we know that Teresa and Melissa are a family. We know that, you know, Dolores and... Teresa are have a history so like that's great but listen Jennifer Jackie even Margaret for that matter really kind of were brought into the situation and it became genuine right like they weren't best friends forever and ever and ever like they were thrown into a situation and they really made it work and you definitely see on this franchise more than any other for me I really feel that this is a very authentic group of women and it really is so much fun to watch yeah and I agree that's why it's been like pretty hard the past two seasons to throw new people in but I'm hearing next season allegedly Jackie was demoted and they're gonna throw in three new people oh no I'm, I'm like I'm a little sad to hear that I mean I love so, Jackie 
me too. You know. So it's like allegedly, I don't know if it's all confirmed. That's just what I heard. So for all the listeners, don't yell at me if she's back full time, you know, take everything with a grain of salt. Don't shoot the messenger. Right. So, no, yes. totally. You're so you're so right about that. But you know what I also love about Jersey? I love the husbands. Yes. You know, I mean, there's male energy, Jack. We need male energy. Yes. And I know you had the same thing about New York where there's no male energy. So That's I know it sucked. That's that's true. Like they're not really like married or housewives. At least we have some house all housewives here. Totally. And like to me, that's like kind of like sticking to like the name of where it originated from, right? These people have families. Not that New York didn't. You know, Jersey though, that you really see like the family. You see Marge's mother. You see Jennifer's father and mother. You see all of their the dynamics. You see their children. They are truly are housewives. Yes, and that's what they want. I think they want to go back to the original because as the seasons went on, it got more produced, like the producers got more involved. And then there was women who were not even married and maybe didn't even have a kid and they came on as the real housewives. Ridiculous. So for our next Personal. season, they, they wanted someone who was married, a young mother with kids, with young kids. Right, so that makes sense. Going back to the ba- where they were. Totally. And so... The finale, what did you think about that? Actually, I'm going to ask you about the whole Nashville trip because that trip was crazy chaos from day one to day three. Like, what cray, did you think about cray, that? Jack, cray, cray, as they say. Okay. First of all, you know, I mean, I know Marge personally. So I feel like, like, like Jackie was saying in one of the previous episodes, like, you don't want her as your enemy, but I feel like she could be such a great friend. When she's your friend, she's really your friend. So, you know, listen, you're going to come for her. You're going to get it. Rightfully so. I don't think that she did anything wrong. Like, she defended herself. She handled it like a lady. I mean, imagine someone throws a whole freaking table on you. Come on, Jack. You but know, like, you think- I, I, I'm, I'm not into that. And I'm not into the violence of it all when, you know, Marge went through a lot. I mean, she forgave Teresa, what, a few seasons ago when it was her, her whole Definitely. idea to, like, pull the ponies out? Come on. Yeah. So, but I, I'm looking at both sides. And I, I, I agree where Teresa's coming from. And I agree where Margaret's coming from. But when Teresa, when she tried to explain why she threw the whole table on her... She said that she was provoked because I'm like thinking back to episode one, Margaret kind of brought up the whole video thing. And I think maybe Teresa just kind of had enough. Well, anyway, I don't condone any of the violence. It was taken a little bit out of hand, but I kind of see where she was coming from. I know Margaret came from a place of concern, but I felt like after the first one or two times she spoke about the video, it kind of got a little too much. I mean, in the, in the, series premiere i mean the season premiere um margaret was like you know jack is coming over we must discuss the video Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i i i do think there's a time and a place okay um and i think that maybe that wasn't the best place but look you're on a reality show right it's all about stirring the pot it's otherwise why people watching right like people are living for this they're living for this so marge knows what she needs to do she obviously could have came off right or wrong. Listen, it's the same thing, you know, when Teresa gets all dramatic and flips the table, right? Hello, as to Jack, your podcast is flipping the tables. Where the it hell is. did that come from? Right? It's from all the flip about her. Flip. Correct. 
So my point is when you're watching this show, listen, Jack, you know me, I'm not a dramatic person, meaning I don't love drama in my life, but sure, mm-hmm. I'd love to watch it on TV, right? Yeah. That's what gets like the ratings everyone's up. like that. Yeah. Exactly. So my point is, is that I found also Teresa to be very much like it's, it really is all about her in a sense where I want to say like, watching through the years of everything she went through. I think she's a tough cookie. I give her a lot of credit that she held her family together when it was such a crazy circumstance of her and her husband both going to jail. Like that's a horrible thing. And it seems like she really has good kids. So I give her a lot of credit as being a great mother. Yes. Um, But I have to say, same thing with her as well. Like, you know, to be on her bad side is really not a place you want to be. But I think people are afraid of her. Like, I think there are certain people on the cast, well, that will kiss her butt a little bit, right? Because they really, you know, want to oh, give yeah, a good she's side. She's the OG, and you don't want to the OG, OG of jurors. Correct. So it's the same thing with Bethany in New York. People didn't want to fight with her because they knew they were, they were, they were being, the floors were being wiped with them. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know, so, I mean, listen, I think that, you know, like you said about bringing that up at the actual, you know, the, the way the season opens, where Margaret yeah. brought up about Louis. But I do think that Margaret is a concerned person where she saw she what Teresa went through. Listen, Teresa is a reality TV star. She's been on the show from inception. Also, isn't there's concern, just like on Joe Gorga's side. You yes. know, when stuff comes out, his sister went through hell and back. He was being a brother and being concerned and... I don't know. Like, I didn't think that Margaret, maybe it wasn't the best place, but I get why. Okay. Yes. Everybody's concerned here. This girl went through what she went through, went to jail, you know, lost time of being like, she always says about being with her mom. Those are the the last months or year, whatever it was that she didn't get to be with her mom. And her ex-husband took that away from her technically. Right. Yeah. So everybody, right. So everybody's trying to be protective over her. They're not coming from a bad place is what I'm saying. You know, they're trying to say, hey, look, you know, is this guy Louie in it for the right reasons? Maybe you need to take a minute. Gia even said on one of the episodes, like, oh, my God, like you're getting engaged. Like, are you doing that? Like, this is too fast. But, you know, as we know, in our community, people do get engaged very fast. So when they were saying like it was a year, I'll be like, oh, you know, some people get engaged in our community in like six months. So I didn't really think it was so fast. But, you know, everyone's different. But a person in our community was not, you know, did not pay the price with their ex-husband going to jail. And she was married to Joe for many years. Listen, Mm -hmm. you know what, Jack? I'm all about trust, but verify. Right? Yes. You know, Teresa just did not want to talk about Louis' past on the show, which I get. Okay, she should deal with that in private, which as a relationship expert, absolutely, she should do that. But listen, time in time, you will see the true colors of someone. There's no rush. There's no rush to move in together. There's no rush to do yes. that. If it's going to be right, what's the difference if it's going to be right in another year from now? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, at the end of the episode, actually, you, we see Margaret and Teresa talking. And, you know, like I felt bad, like about the whole like, situation because they were all talk they were talking about like in season eight when margaret first came on and she got the reef for her mother and they kind yes. of like go back and we kind of forgot all about that all those things margaret did for her and Teresa did for her and now i don't know i i hope they can get back to where they were before maybe not the same but you know they genuinely they both genuinely had a love for each other 
right. And that's what I want to say to you. You know what? On shows like this, people want to be relevant. Because if you're not relevant, you're out. Right? Mm -hmm. The Mm storyline ain't interesting. You're out. So I think that, you know, if there was no camera, would this all really be happening, Jack? Probably not. Right. So I have to say that, you know, I truly believe Margaret is a a great friend. She is. I, 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 I say know her in real life. I see, you know, and I've heard and I've seen the way she treats her friends and the way she talks about them. Okay. Has always been positive. If she has your back, she is a loyal lion in that way. And I really have a lot of, a ton of respect for her. Um, but I have to say that, you know, hopefully maybe they can get back to that place. But I think that, you know, Teresa is definitely a person who has no boundaries, right? You know, if you can flip a table or have someone pull someone's hair, like, where does that end? Margaret took so much and forgave. Yes. She forgave, right? So either they, Teresa needs to believe in her heart of hearts that Marge has her back and really has her back and cares about her as a human being. Yes. And so I want to know your thoughts on the new friend this season, Tracy Johnson. Did you like her? Like, what did you think about her? So I think that she's a nice person. I think she's a pretty woman, right? Like people want to watch like pretty, right? Yes. Um, I just, you know, I don't know. I'm not an editor. So I don't know if she showcased more of her personality and it just wasn't shown on the show. But it was like, I just felt like she wasn't, she didn't know how to make a name for herself, right? Like she was much more in the shadows. Like I said, I don't know if that was, you know, the editors or it just was very, just not great TV, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, unfortunately, she wouldn't be missed if she's not there. I happen to like her husband, though. I felt like he was much more a little bit, he was much more, like, involved. Like, he, people listened to him and he was definitely being heard more than she was. Like, maybe, I think, like, he was more into the show than she was. Or, maybe the producers were more into him than they were her. Yes, because I actually I agree with that because I I know they have the husbands they're in they're so involved in the show, so it's like another cast member added even if it's a husband and not a housewife. So I kind of right. see that, but I don't know. I don't think they really liked her that much because I think she, at one point she was full time. She filled an intro and everything, and then she got demoted down. So there must have been something there. And then I also heard that she's probably not returning next season. So that okay. was that. You know, listen, obviously trial and error, right? They want to see. Also, it's like you can't just have chemistry with one or two people, right? You need to have chemistry with the whole group. You have to know how to be someone who has camaraderie with everyone, right? Yes. And have your own relationships with each woman. That's what makes you stand out. Yes. And then actually, we're going to go back a little bit in the episode when they did um, the, the bike ride. Do you remember the bar- bike ride that they did with uh, mm-hmm. the party bike? I think it's called the party bike. So mm-hmm. it was very nice to see them all having fun and there was no drama. Like, I kind of like that. Like, the show, everyone's like, oh, it's boring when there's no drama. But, like, it's nice to see them having fun and smiling and getting along. Like, not everything has to be about the drama. Right. You know, because that's also more genuine. But like I said, you know, on these shows, that's why people are watching. Trust me, they're bringing back Margaret next season. Yes. Okay. They're bringing back Teresa. They're bringing back Jennifer. You know, she had a lot on her plate also. She dealt with so much publicly. You know, her personal life was like all over the place. 
but you have to be that kind of person and meeting Jennifer in person. Also, I felt the same way. I'm like, this girl was also made for reality TV. Yeah, she, she was, she was, she is, she's a, she, she's a good one. They, they found a good one. No, for sure. And also she has no problem, like not holding back. And in order to be successful, I think in this industry, like you have to be that person. You know, people yeah. do it in a different way. You know, you think of all the other different fr- franchises and you see at the end of the day, no one can be that quiet for that long if you want to remain on a show like this. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't come. I guess you're saying you can't come on this show if you have any skeletons. Not even that. But if, if you do, you have to be ready to talk about it if it comes out. And also, what are you going to do? Like people don't want to watch people who have nothing going on in their life. That's interesting. Mm hmm. I mean, like, Margaret, she came on the show. She, like, said everything. So it was never really, you know. She's a dynamo. And she also has, you know, she has, Margaret has something that really is a gift. Margaret is extremely witty. And her banter is on fire. Okay. It is so good. She's so quick and and so off the cuff, by the way. Like, this is not, you know, something like Bethany Frankel, I heard, would, like, hear a line somewhere literally smart write them down thought they were brilliant okay and i do think she's also naturally you know very yeah. witty as well uh, but she would know she yeah but she would know when to insert them and listen when you're on a tv and having a public platform like that you're gonna stand out that way she did her homework mm-hmm. yeah and i i actually kind of like that margaret she when she came on she just put it all out there and she kind of like joked about it and she could be like laugh about it so that's another thing I do. I did really like about her. So no, it hasn't really been discussed that whole thing except for the for uh, when Jennifer came on. But yeah. Um, and then what did you think? Actually, no, I want to go back. Um, so Teresa, this season, she she kind of looked like a little bit that she was done with it. Did you do you think that she should move on and just live her life with Louie and go off the show? Or do you think that she should just return? Because she did say she was going to return. But I want to hear what you think. Okay. So first of all, I think that Teresa is a master at this. She knows exactly what she's doing. And why not? You know, and I think that if Louie is someone that is supportive and, you know, this is how she made, you know, this is how she made her living, right? This is how what kept her and her kids having a great life through everything, through all her ups and downs and everything that she went through. And if it's something she loves to do, then continue on and continue doing it. Listen, everything is just no one thing. Listen, the only thing that she, her and Louie know is whatever skeletons are in the closet, if it comes out, hopefully it won't be something that can ruin their relationship. Like she kept on saying, you're not going to pop my love bubble, right? Mm -hmm. So that's something she has to be able to, you know, make sure, but you know, listen, Jack, I think we're going to all sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Yes. I mean, there's always a show. Cause I mean, a lot of the show is kind of centered around her. So yes. I wonder what's going to kind of happen next season. Like what's going to be brought up. You know, I well, hope it's not more of like the Louie thing. Cause maybe he's like, cause we saw like at the end, he was just like, I have enough, let's leave. So it kind of, I think the whole thing kind of got to him a little bit. But let's also talk about, let's talk about the new housewives that are coming on, you know, hopefully they're going to have something that's going to bring something interesting to the table. Right. Yeah. So actually I'm happy you brought that up because I did want to speak about that. Give these guys, uh, my listeners, some, some tea on the next season. They are looking at three ladies 
they are looking, I don't know if I should say the names or not, because, you know, I don't, eh. So there's this girl named Danielle. Um, she's going to be coming on. I don't know if she's going to be a full-time housewife. I think she is coming on as like Teresa's friend. And then there's Margaret's friend. Her name is Jennifer, who, had, who um, I think you actually know her. Jennifer. Yes, yes. I, I wore her. I wore her shoes. Her, shoes. Her, F, her F major shoes. Yes. High heels that are comfortable. Yeah. So she's rumored to come on as a friend. And then there's also Melissa's friend named Rachel. So I think it's going to be Danielle um, for the housewife. And then it's going to be between Rachel and Jennifer for the friend spot. I'm not completely sure. Maybe they'll add both. I think it's still between them. But nothing is really finalized yet. And then I also heard that they're going to be filming at, they're going to start filming at the end of May. Oh, okay, great. That going to so, be like... so that that will be interesting. I think also at this point, I, I see the need for a little bit more like new blood, right? Yeah. Because, you know, they, they definitely need the storyline to be evolving. Things are going to happen naturally. Teresa's going to get married. I'm sure they're going to film that, yeah. you know, and see what happens. And, you know, obviously a little bit of the diss that Melissa was not going to be one of her bridesmaids, which I thought, in my opinion, Jack, if my sister-in-law did that to me, She'd have hell to pay. <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, well, another topic that you actually brought up before I spoke about the reunion. What did you, th you saw the reunion trailer. I'm I assuming. Did. What of did course. you think about that? Because that was like, oof, so much going on. It kind of gave me a little anxiety. There was so much going on. Like, what you did know, you think about that? I think that Teresa and Melissa, because, you know, listen, I always say, Jack, we are friends by choice and family by chance. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Would they pick each other to be friends with? Absolutely not. They would not. And that's okay. You know, you always want to be civil. You want to keep the peace. It is family. But I have to say, you know, I think that it was a cheap shot on Teresa's part to announce it on Watch What Happens Live that Melissa had no idea she wasn't a bridesmaid. I mean, you could have yeah. kind of said that separately and this way she would have been like she would have also had an answer to be like okay you know i'm not one of her core group you know friends friends and you know it would have been able to have been cool but it looked totally shitty to me on teresa's part to do it that way so when and that's I'm not loyalty like... you want to talk about loyalty that's not being loyal to your family you know, also to her brother it's her brother's wife mm -hmm. yeah right it's still the mother of of his children you know, you want to go there? I'll go there, Jack, with you right now. <laughs> well, I mean, Andy did ask the question, you know? Yeah, yeah, he did. But I have to say, you know, it could, you know, you could tell that she, it was like, she's not a bridesmaid. It, was, it wasn't massaged the right way. She was being, listen, she was being honest, you know, don't get us wrong. But like, sometimes you need to also know how to play it smart where you're not creating a whole big story unless that was her angle. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I, I kind of get what you're saying, because that's like a whole new few now. I mean, 100%. We saw the, at the reunion, there's a whole thing. And then I also heard some more tea. I have like a bunch of tea that I want to spill. Um, that in the first part, Teresa and Melissa, they kind of like reveal that they really don't like each other or they insinuate it. So mm -hmm. that kind of goes on. You know, Dolores and Jennifer really go at each other because... I mean, you saw on the season, they were fine. They were fine. More, the drama started as the show was airing and as they watched it back. And I guess the confessionals, because, you know, 
when they, they, they don't know about the confessionals, like what they say in the confessionals until the show airs. Right. So I think when they kind of said those things back and forth, they got into a whole big fight. And then they were seated next to each other on the couch. So they were fighting like right next to each other. And they were screaming and saying a bunch of curse words and all the things. I heard. I yes. heard Andy had to like, he was like losing his voice because he, he was like trying to like be a referee. He, said he was yeah. losing his mind. And you saw in the in the um, trailer, he made like that face or he was about to like, I don't know what, even, I don't even know how to explain that, but he was just like, oh. No, he was, yeah, he had enough. Yeah, he, he had enough. He was kind of like screaming at the top of his lungs, but like, you know, that's Jersey. Jersey, that's Jersey, baby. Jersey. That's why we love Jersey. There's so much craziness. And, you know, thank God it's three parts. Unlike last season, that was two parts, but like three parts, it's needed because there was so much that went on and I'm sure there's so much to be discussed. Oh, for sure. And I can't wait to watch. Yes. So part one is Tuesday, May 3rd. So make sure everyone tunes into that. And the ratings have actually been amazing. Um, the finale got 1,135,000 viewers. Jersey is on fire jack they are on fire they have the top ratings out of the housewives that were airing oc in salt lake city jersey beat them by like so much so jersey is on top and they will stay there and you know the girls they don't stop working i mean they're getting into filming a few weeks after the oh, filming listen, the reunion so listen, the, the the public wants more right what's better than yeah. that Yes, and you know, I'm happy we're going to be seeing some new people. I did love this cast, and I always said it's like a pyramid. Each part of the pyramid, it makes it work. But I'm happy to see some new people kind of being thrown in because I think some people thought, and maybe I thought also, that some of the fights were getting a little repetitive. They were fighting with the same people. Like, they would make up, and then they would fight again, make up and fight again. It would kind of be like the same people and kind of like the same feuds. Right, because you're not going to really see Melissa fight with Margaret, or you're not going to see Jackie and Marge fight. Like, you're not going to see that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so, I wanted to get into, like, I want the listeners to know, like, what exactly you do and how you got involved with the Real Housewives of New York. So, I want you to tell that story. Oh, my God. Okay. So, it was about, I guess, oh, my God, I think it was 2018? My, it was 17, yeah. something around there. So I was at an event um, for DuJour Magazine, and I was with my good friend, Franco Lacosta, who's one of the, um, he's one of the photographers for The Bachelor. He's yeah. been on multiple seasons. And we went to this, uh, like I said, for DuJour Magazine, at Mr. Purple, and they were something, we were having something for Cindy Crawford and her husband, Randy Gerber, about mm-hmm. his Casamigos um, tequila. And who was there? Carol Redswell, who was on The Real Housewives of New York at the time. Yes. And Carol and Franco were friendly. And we, we just started talking. And, you know, uh, she was asking me, she's like, Rory, didn't we meet a couple of years ago? I'm like, yes, I embarrassingly enough went when you were at the Four Seasons restaurant at the grill room, didn't know who you were sitting with, but it was a New York Times reporter that she was sitting with who was evaluating her book, The Widow's Guide to Sex and Dating, and happened to be me that I gave her because I went into my business. I was so excited about it. Mm-hmm. Of course, trying to promote it to all the little, you know, the tycoons all over New York. Yes. And I had given it to the maitre d' to give to Carol. And, you know, all, suddenly the next thing I know, the maitre d' comes over to me and says, oh, Mrs. Radswell would like to have a word with you. And I'm like, oh my God, this is beyond <laughs> embarrassing, but okay, let's do it. And, um, 
we, she started asking me about my business and one thing led to another. And I, and it was really funny because I ended up in the New York times about a few weeks later about mm-hmm. how I had approached her because the person that was interviewing her, it was about her book. It was about sex and dating and it was very interesting. So we kind of caught up and she asked me, she was Rory, let me ask you, would you be interested in coming on the show? I said, um, as what? She's like, I'm going to make it like, I'm going to have a party, like a speed dating party. I know you really don't do that in real life and you're really more like working one-on-one, but I think it would be so much fun because I. Oh, you cut out a little bit, Rory. Right. Yeah. You know, so what happened was, um, we, we did that and they filmed the whole thing about Carol had set up the speed dating party for all the girls. Yes, and yes, it was, I remember. It was, it was hilarious. And that's where the whole Bethany and Carol fight started with the guy from, with the red scarf. Yeah, that was all you, Brian, the red scarf. That was your friend. Right. And that created a whole fight that lasted a couple of episodes. Yes, and I remember. See, Jack, I know how to bring the drama, baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, what, what, did it, what was it like being around all the women? I mean, all the women. So it was so funny because like Bethany was being Bethany, like smug and whatever, but like, you know, she was, I mean, she was hilarious. She was funny. Um, And everybody else, Ramona, like and I are friendly. So it was very comfortable. Um, Dorinda Tinsley, Sonia was nuts. Like it was super easy and fun. And, you know, I, I, we brought such a cast of characters. The guys there were hilarious. Mm-hmm. So, it, and everyone was fighting over Brian. It was just like, as he was like the yeah. most good looking, right? Eligible bachelor. And it was funny because Death, Bethany had actually been on a lunch date with him. Like, I think it was like, I don't know if it was eight or nine months before that. Mm-hmm. So it was just, and that, by the way, you can't make that shit up, Jack. You just can't. Yeah. That was organic and true. And then it, it really did really well. And um, Ramona had asked me to come back on the show. Um, yes, The I following remember. season. Yes. And to set her up and back and forth. And then they, they called me again. Um, and I worked with her again. And it was just, it was really fun. You know, um, I had, I really had a great time doing it. And of course, you know, it's so much fun that to be able, I was grateful to also have the platform, which was, which was really, really fun. Yes. And I, I remember watching and be like, oh, that's my aunt Rory on New York. It, it was so <laughs> fun. You know, I just watched um, season 11 uh, of New York last week. And I remember when um, Ramona was on the date with that guy and you set her up and he was just, um, she did not a like disaster. It. Yeah, it was a disaster. Right. And the reason why, you know, the, and obviously in the editing, sometimes things don't come out the way that you would want them to, right? Yes. So Ramona was telling me all these things that she wants about a guy. And I said, Ramona, but like, if you're going to be with a guy who's like 50 and you're like 60, like it's never going to, like a guy who was never married, a guy who, you know, really couldn't commit, a guy who might really just be looking over his shoulder. Listen, no matter how great we look, right? You know, you can be looking over your shoulder. A guy who's 50 is going to be looking at a woman who's 35 or 40. You know, you don't want that. You want a relationship that's going to like survive and thrive, right? So that's the way I wish it was portrayed, but whatever. It was really fun. And I was really, you know, grateful for the opportunity. Yes. I'm sure it was amazing. And I'm sure, did you get like new clients from that or appearing on the show? 
I did. I really did. First of all, I got a ton of inquiries. Not everybody would be was right, of course, to be honest, mm-hmm. you know, um, but a ton of inquiries, also like a ton of press, right, yeah. around the company because of, you know, everybody saw. And, you know, Jack, right now, I'm also, you know, a lot of people reach out to me for advice, right? People getting back into the dating world, how hard it is for them. You know, they've been in a relationship for 10, 15, 20 years. How do, how do I date now? You know, so yeah. I decided to add an extension to my business, which is really all about like, you know, the relationship and dating coaching. So, you know, you'll be seeing a lot more of that, like on Instagram, and I'll be promoting that. Um, because I think that, you know, listen, people want to be the best version of themselves when they're dating, and they're putting themselves out there, especially people who've been in relationships for a long time. They're like, honey, you got to help me how to get back out there. And I was like, listen, why is that such a good thing to be able to, it's a different world today, right? So yeah. the dating process has changed from 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. And then so my final question for you is I want to know what you think about this whole reboot and the whole legacy. Like, do you think it's a good idea that they split it into two shows? So, I mean, listen, right now I can't even imagine what that's going to look like. The only thing that I could say to you, um, I heard that they're looking for friends and a friend group that would be like authentic. Like I can't imagine being on a show where all my other friends are TV material. Like I might have Mm -hmm. the personality, but the rest of my friends, I don't think they would be great for TV. I think that's really hard to find. It is hard to find, but I think they're going back to like season one that they were, they all kind of like knew each other. I don't know. I don't think they were all so close, but they all kind of knew each other. There was like history between all of them. Right. And that's why it made it so great. And I think they want to go back to that, which is, which is smart. It is, but I think that it's hard to find. You know, Jack, obviously I'm going to spill some tea of my own that I've kept quiet for a while. So, you know, Jack, I was, you know, asked to um, try out for the, for the, to be a housewife, right? And I've done this a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And then they ended up just hiring that Barbara Kay as a friend. So that was, you know, years back. And then, you know, somebody reached out to me, you know, over the summer. And, you know, because I am friendly with Ramona, so there was obviously an organic connection. Um, and they thought that, you know, I've been on television many times, not only on The Housewives, but obviously on Fox and, you know, many different outlets. Um, but I, I'm, I'm interested to see how that's going to work out, because I know that they, there was some talk of women from all the different boroughs, like not just New York City. And they had also reached out to some of my friends you know, mm-hmm. who are like in their thirties and beautiful. But like one of my friends said to me before, I'm not even a housewife. Like I'm not even married. Like, why would they want me? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Because, you know, you're adorable and you know, you're, you're diverse and, you know, so I guess Jack, that's going to be another show that I'd be interested in seeing how that all plays out. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited and I want to know who your dream legacy cast would be. If you could pick six women from all those seasons, who would you pick? From New York? Yes. Okay. So definitely Ramona and definitely Bethany. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do also think like Jill Zarin would be great because Jill mm-hmm. knows how to stir the pot. Like she's awesome. Yes. Um, I also do very much like Dorinda. Oh, I love her. Okay. I miss and, her. Yeah. No, totally. And also, I think Kelly Ben Simone is also a firecracker too. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got a lot of energy. And a lot of crazy. Yes. Okay. 
So to me, I like that. I like when everybody has, like, has a fiery personality. That's what makes the show fun. Yes. When someone's too, you know, blasé and not opinionated, you don't belong on TV, sweetie. It doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the houses are opinionated, but... Right. But then you see the ones from previous seasons, like that Jules or that Kristen or even, you know, Heather was a little more outspoken. But I'm saying, like, you know, Carol also, like, it wasn't... They weren't exciting to watch. Okay? Yeah. To me, yeah. Bethany was on the screen. I was telling everyone my family, shut up, because I want to hear what she has to say. Mm-hmm. Just and like Dorinda. Her confessionals were always so good, and she always so made me laugh. You know, I don't really laugh so much from the housewives, but she is like the only one who made me laugh. Jack, she's funny as F, and I'm not going to say the curse on the, in your podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I would, I would love to see her back, but I don't think she will be coming back. I think she moved I to like know. Connecticut or something. She, she did. She did. She, she did. was I'm going sure. on a whole rant on how New York is not safe, which yes, I remember. unfortunately she is right about that, but we're praying and hoping that we're going to get it back to where we knew mm-hmm. and, and, and love. So, I mean, I like love the city. So, I mean, when I went to the city in the summer, it didn't look so, so bad, but you know, I don't live there. Yeah, no, I do. And you know what I mean? Obviously, you just, yeah, you definitely need to be a lot more careful these days. Yeah, which is, which is kind of sad, but I hope it gets back to where it was. Agree, for sure. All right. So that's all the time we have. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast. And, you know, tell all the listeners where they can find you on Instagram. Oh, hell yeah. So guys, you know, first of all, Jack, thank you so much for having me. You know, I always want to be a supporter of you as you've always been for me, always had my back. Yes, always. And you were born to do this. You're so good at it. And I'm so proud of you. Sorry, that's like, you know, the the, the aunt that needs to brag about her Mm. nephew. (laughs) But but you guys could find me at Rory Sassoon on Instagram. And my... um, the Platinum Plot website is platinumplot.com. Okay. Maybe, um, can you tell them how to spell that? Oh, boy. Yes, <laughs> you can. So it's P-L-A-T-I-N-U-M, P-O-I-R-E.com. Okay. Well, that's all we have for today. And if you have any dating questions or in- want to inquire in Platinum Plot, reach out to Rory. Thanks, Rory. Thanks, Jack. And I'll see you guys next week for another episode. We're going to be breaking down the reunion. So I am so excited for that. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Bye.